Welcome to the Lingerie Lowdown podcast, where we ignite your passion for lingerie and empower you to feel fabulous. Are you ready to be inspired, delighted and informed? Well, you've come to the right place. We believe that style has no boundaries. Age, gender, body shape, size or ethnicity. Everyone deserves to look good and feel great. Get ready for a whirlwind of informative chats about lingerie and the brands we love. You can also find us on YouTube, Rumble, Instagram and Twitter or come join our website. Hello guys. Hi. (laughs) And welcome to another podcast. This is an audio and video podcast so you can find the video on Rumble if you want to watch the video but if you're tuning in on Spotify or Apple Music or something like that you can also just enjoy the audio version. Yes, you can. (laughs) Uh, I hope you guys are having an amazing day. And if not, we're going to make it more fabulous for you. Well, we'll try our best with our very interesting and compelling podcasts about... Yeah, so this podcast is about the most unusual fetishes and kinks. So we turned to the weird and wonderful world of Google and just had a Google of a few fetishes. We've narrowed it down to about eight, if we've got time for all of them. So yeah, but we didn't want to do fetishes that were too typical, like things like foot fetish and bondage. You've all heard of Fifty Shades of Grey and you've all heard of, you know, foot fetish because it's quite popular. So these are some fetishes that we hope you haven't heard of before or you might have heard of them, but you might not know that much about them because they are kind of unusual. Yes, and even ourselves, we had to educate ourselves before the podcast about some of these fetishes because some of them were a bit unfamiliar. And I was a little bit surprised as well when uh, we were doing the research and we had to have a little talk about them. And yeah, 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 it was, it was quite interesting. <laughs> it was hard to narrow it down because there were quite a few, but yeah. we, we hope these are the most unusual. So Monica, do you maybe want to talk about the first one? Because you know a bit more about this than I do. Yes. So the first fetish we have on, on our list is called balloon fetish or Luna. Um, And it's basically about playing with balloons, squeezing them, touching them, kissing, (laughs) hugging, stepping on them, stomping, sitting, lying, and whatever else you can think of when it comes to balloons, and then eventually popping them. So um, I've done a shoot actually once, last time we went to Belgium together on our modeling tour, and I did this balloon shoot, and I've never done it before, so I was quite curious about how it was gonna go. And yeah, I, I'm still not that familiar with the fetish. Although I spoke to a photographer and he briefly explained to me what the fetish is about. And it's all about anticipation, uh, building the tension, you know, when you squeeze the balloon or when you put some pressure onto it. And then eventually there is that release. Obviously, for those who watch the videos, there is a release in the form of explosion of the uh, of the balloon. <laughs> an, explosion, an explosion of other things as well. Um, when you pop the balloon eventually. So I think it's about the tension, anticipation, um, also excitement when it comes to playing with the balloons and also the fact that you don't quite know when it's going to pop. 
So it's a bit of like an unknown territory for people, I guess, when they watch it. And then eventually when the balloon pops, it's, it's you know, you've got that release finally. Uh, some people like the sound of, uh, of the balloons popping and also when you kind of touch them and squeeze them, there's like this specific sound to it. So it's a mixture of everything. So this is what I found out from the photographer. Um, also, sometimes people feel also anxious about balloons popping and that can contribute to the overall excitement because as we know, pain and pleasure come together. There's a very uh, little line between these two and um, both feelings can be quite complementary in a way. So that's yeah. my experience i personally quite enjoyed it as i said i don't fully understand it i can quite get my get the idea behind it and i definitely enjoyed it especially popping uh, the balloons but at first i had to try very hard to keep my face smiley because when you pop the balloon for the first few times you did get a bit of a I was shock. I, I was going to ask. Aurora like, yeah. was next door, right? I was hearing she the did. balloons pop, and um, Monica was wearing a Marilyn Monroe wig <laughs> and a Marilyn Monroe dress yes. as well, wearing these balloons, like popping them. There were balloons around the apartment. Like it was just such a random thing. Yeah, so did you get strange. like anxious when you thought it were going to pop? Because it really frightens me when I think a balloon's going to pop. Like I get a bit like a bit jumpy. Yes, yeah. I was a little bit jumpy, but the photographer told me not to get any sort of reaction on your face because obviously he was gonna post these videos videos for people. So I couldn't really express my emotions. I tried my best to keep my face still, you know, quite seductive and happy. But it did make me a little bit, you know, not anxious, but a bit like nervous at first because. You know, because the sound is really loud, even when the balloon yeah, is Yeah, I couldn't hear it small. from the other room because I was like doing the yeah. shoot at the same time and the photographer was like, ooh, like, because we were shooting while you were doing very, this video shoot. Yeah. Very loud. And we had a big apartment, so you could hear it everywhere. So, yes, that's the first yes. fetish. So hopefully we're going to get through them all. So the other one is macrophilia, which is tiny fetish. So other names of this in the community are macro fetish as well. So this is like a sexual fantasy involving like giantesses so it's mainly about like men feeling this way towards women a small percentage has it the other way around but not necessarily <laughs> so yeah it's very confusing to explain I'm trying to explain it in a way that's understandable so basically this fetish is about people feeling dominated or maybe even eaten by larger women <laughs> so like what some people do is they put these little figurines like on the floor and then they maybe film videos like you know content of this fetish saying they're gonna trample on people they sometimes jump on the figurines they sometimes sit on them or maybe even threaten to sit on them just to kind of give the illusion of like the man being really small so the man thinks he's one of the figurines on the floor and the woman's kind of towering over them in like high heels and stuff like that so that sounds so much fun i'd love yeah. to try it guys if there are any volunteers comment yeah. down below <laughs> yeah make a booking with me <laughs> so yeah i think it's just about feeling small and inferior even yeah. like a bit humiliated it's a bit like a dom dominatrix fetish but kind of a different kind just because the woman has to be so much larger if not like a giant so, yeah. yeah and it's all about like aura just said it's about a man or or a woman but it's mainly fetish um 
than for men, I think. Yeah, because it says giantess, so it's like a female so giant. Female. Yeah. yeah, so it's all about submission and being submissive to a woman, which is, yeah, part of the female yeah. domination scene. Uh, which we really enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can move on to the next one. And it's really hard to pronounce. We can try. I, I don't think we practice pronunciation of this one. Autonipophilia? Auto yeah, autonipophilia, we think. But it's, it's known as the baby fetish. Or being an infant, or kind of regression, or age play. <laughs> Basically, adult babies. Do you want to talk about this one? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's it's basically again, it's it's a fetish mainly. Um, I think it's mainly men who are being sort of targeted, or like it could men, be women, men. Though this one, women as well, maybe. I haven't seen many women like into this fetish. I have I seen men. I feel like women could. Could like, be, could yeah, it's a fetish for everyone, but what I've seen the most <laughs> is basically men participating in this fetish, so men wanting to be like infants and um, adult babies, basically. So, so it's all about being a baby, um, just to, uh, <laughs> to start with. Um, so that includes wearing a baby's clothes, um, nappies, diapers, yeah. Um, also, just being treated like a baby, being fed like a baby. I did see some videos where women were pretending they were like breastfeeding men, but also I saw women actually breastfeeding them. Oh, for real? So, so women, like pretending? Yeah, I don't know about these videos. Some of them were pretending, but some of them who had babies, obviously you do have milk in your breasts, so they were actually feeding men, <laughs> uh, wearing, you know, like uh, diapers and baby's clothes. So um, also being put, you know, put to sleep and just being treated like children. Um, so it's all about like engaging with men in a very subtle and very kind of childish way and being nurturing and being like um, like a mother figure to them in a way. So yes, um, and also I think um, an interesting part of it is um, the gratification that adult babies receive from the role playing and the rewarding kind of aspect of it because men usually you know, if you have a baby, you don't really punish a baby because baby doesn't know what they're doing. So most of the times you just try your best to take care of the baby, nurture it and just be kind and gentle. So, um, so yes. And again, I think this fetish is for submissive, um, participants. So yeah, it is a kind of, again, role play and power play where the mother, the woman is usually the, the dominant one. And the man in this case would be a submissive one relies on a woman and yeah and it's all about control power play and yeah that's a very interesting one especially when men decide to you know urinate in the diapers or poop oh my god what happens then like i think these things must be discussed before or maybe they could go to the bathroom and just not involve it i think he's a baby like if yeah he himself then i don't know <laughs> um, <laughs> So the next one we have is also difficult to pronounce, but it is 
I think we had how to pronounce this uh, somewhere. Coolrophilia? Coolrophilia, yes. Yeah, coolrophilia, that's the one. So what it is, is it's like a clown fetish. So some people are like really like terrified and afraid of clowns and others see it as a fetish. Some may use their fear in the form of the fetish as well. So it's just really messed up, but it is sexual arousal slash sexual attraction to clowns, jesters and mimes. And there's a, a like a book writer called Michael N. Enoches, I think. Enoches. Uh, yeah, Enoches. He wrote a book called um, Chlorophyllia Sweet Like Candy, and what he said in his book was, um, it's most likely because people saw clowns in their childhood. You know, kind of like pre-Freudian times when like fetishes get manifested, like over years. So maybe they've seen clowns in their childhood and something happened, they had some kind of strange experience, which resulted in adult arousal over time. And he also said that some say it's a mystery because the person behind the face paint could be anybody like that you may not know. So it's kind yeah. of a mixture between mystery, like fear, or just maybe just like arousal in general. <laughs> so you might not be afraid, but you might just see a clown and be like, oh, I'm really turned on right now. <laughs> Give me imagine. <laughs> it's such a weird one. This was quite hard to research, we found, because there wasn't like, there was so many articles on it, but it was very broad. So you can see this fetish in lots of lots of different ways. And apparently mm. it came up like in 2018 that mainly women were searching it on Pornhub. Like there was like 33% really? more female searches than male searches for some reason. So maybe it could be the terror of being a woman or maybe the clowns are mainly male i i have no idea so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. again like this is just another fetish that's based on power play and i think all the fetishes that we have are based on power play power dynamic majority of the fetishes mm. are, i think are based on like humiliation or power dynamic like yeah, i generally really think interesting. Yeah. psychological things yeah so yeah so this one definitely is is one of these uh things but yeah i don't quite get this one either i didn't I guess it i it took yeah. me a while to like wrap my head around it and i don't fully understand it but but like you said the mystery aspect yeah. i think um contributes oh, someone to dressed it. up as a clown because they may have a wig and face paint and you don't know who it is and that's quite exciting like something's exciting if you don't know like maybe that's they'll take true. their face paint off and reveal and you'll be like oh i'm feeling so hot right now i don't know <laughs> enjoying the podcast today before we continue have you been searching for the perfect lingerie hosiery or more look no further lingerie lowdown is your impartial consumer champion with over eight years of experience in reviewing these intimate essentials we've got you covered or should we say uncovered with over 10,000 full-length video reviews from over 750 brands, you'll find honest insights and discover hidden gems. Use promo code DIGEST10 when you join our website to get a 10% discount on your membership at www.lingerielowdown.com forward slash join. Let's get inspired together. Now back to today's podcast. Okay, we have another one. So this is number five on the list. Number five, guys. Um, so the next one is called electrostimulation, uh, which is an um, electric shock fetish, er erotic e-stimulation, electrosex. So they could be called many different ways. 
But yes, it's about electric stimulation to arouse our partner. Um, so yeah, so it involves electrical stimulation of nerves of the body. Um, also emphasis of these shocks can have emphasis on the genitalia or other areas. So different areas can be stimulated by electric shocks. Um, and yeah, devices are used that produce electric currents produced by a device to stimulate the nerves for uh, ther therapeutic? I think it's therapeutic. Therapeutic purposes. And there are different, different devices. Some of them quite can be quite subtle, but some of them quite can be quite extreme. Like painful, yeah. Very painful. Um, although they all, I think, are made for this, you know, like a fetish king play. So they should be fairly safe to be used by participants. They probably should have some kind of like, you know, safety switches or uh, the power isn't probably that extreme to the point that you're gonna like get knocked out by it it shouldn't so i think it should be all done very uh safely um and yeah and it's again it's a power play um i know that definitely it's a very popular kink when it comes to again submissive men i guess maybe women participate in it as subs but i do know it from uh, a male point of view i do have one friend of mine who is into electric uh shock play um, and yes, and I would say it's quite, even though you can, it can be done in a subtle way, what he described is one of those kind of more extreme fetishes. It's definitely not for everyone and it, you probably have to gradually increase the, the power and the strength of these um, electric shocks. So um, I haven't got any experience. I think you need to be very, very careful when you do it. I don't think that's something I would like to try with my subs. Although yeah. maybe if I got a proper training in it, could be interesting. But I would still kind of freak out if, you know, if the shock was too much or... Because sometimes you can get like an electric shock and even though it's not strong enough to knock you out, you still kind of get anxious and get into like a panic mode. Yeah, you know? it, could, sometimes... it could go a bit overboard. Yeah, and it could, yeah. it could be dangerous as well. So I think... The good thing with you, like doing some dumb work, is that you like worry about safety as well. You have to, and you have to like safety is so like important, like role as like being a dominatrix. Like yeah. you don't want to put anyone in danger, and you you want to push the boundaries, but you don't want to push them like so overboard. You don't want to push that anyone limits, dives yeah. or something like gets seriously yeah. like or injured. Get, get, like get into like a panic mode because you you can get into a panic mode if some you know, form of pain is being inflicted on you and you can just get into panic mode and you can, you know, different things might happen. So I haven't got experience with that, so I'm not sure, but it sounds a bit it sounds like you know, know a bit about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the next one is really, I shouldn't say any of them are odd because some of these are people's fetishes. So I'm, I'm not going to criticize, like I'm not going to judge out there. You know, but, everyone has their case. it's weird. <laughs> but um, one is gunge slash food play and it's other way, um, like it's also known as wham or sploshing. So it's when wham, like, wham, oh. like, like wham, W A M. Um, so not W A M K. No. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. Yeah. So else. like, but you can just call it gunge or food place. So it's like when people get aroused when they have like substances like on them could be like custard or cream or like gunge. They could be naked. They could be fully clothed as well and some people love the feeling of like the sensations on their skin because if it's like custard it may be cold 
or or maybe warm or or I didn't I don't even want to think of something like chocolate something chocolatey I I don't know I just think it would be a nightmare to clean up afterwards. Um, some people like to just like watch it happen to other people, so they like looking at somebody as their clothes like change color, like become wet, or they like seeing someone else be destroyed, and they like to do it to someone else, or maybe just watch videos. Some like love it happening to them. <laughs> so I know I, my face literally hurts from smiling today because I just like find everything so funny and awkward. <laughs> Um, so yeah, substances people commonly use is whipped cream, raw eggs, milk, lotion, paint, oil, mud, pudding, chocolate, keeps going on, sauce, shaving foam, hair conditioner. It's a strange, conditioner. strange one. So, oh, because it's wise. So, cust like cum. custard, cum. baked beans, treacle, ice cream. Ice cream would be really cold. You don't want to like get like frostbite or something. Peanut butter, slime, cake, batter. Slime. among lots of other things like that a slime from snails some people make their own slime so they get like a kind of like a mixture with water and then you can make your own slime like you know those gun shows like on tv like when you were a kid or something because oh, yeah. a few of my other friends have done stuff for like gun companies i didn't want to do it because i've seen it yeah. i don't want to clean up my bathroom after doing that like mm -mm. i just think the clean up kind of terrifies me a bit because I don't like too much mess. But yeah, you can make your own gunge or you can buy custard or some people use food items like ketchup or baked beans. And it's a yeah. bit, yeah. I've actually done something very similar long, long time ago. It wasn't like a proper full on uh, shoot with like food, but I was kind of like playing with like a yogurt and a photographer brought me like a banana and strawberry yogurt. And I was just kind of like, you know, spreading the yogurt across my body and kind of like playing with it, eating it. And it was like all over my body. It was on the floor. Mm. And like you just said, cleaning everything was a bit tricky because, you know, it's quite difficult to clean the yogurt you have to use lots of like wipes and wet wipes first and then like normal like kitchen towel just to kind of dry it out but the shoot itself was kind of fun because the yogurt was yummy and it was a bit cooling because it was summer so i did enjoy it i didn't enjoy my hair being in the yogurt obviously oh. it got there accidentally because i didn't do it on purpose but i quite enjoyed it and i know quite a few models do like you know baked beans bath or custard bath or yeah. things like that it's a it's a popular fetish for photography purposes because obviously they monetize the um the videos on like selling them on different like clip stores so i know this is one of these kind of like weird fetishes like fetishes that are quite different but at the same time i think in our industry it's we're quite about i've seen it. it i've seen it a lot and other it's not models like have, have done it like there's a few companies yeah. who kind of do it um but i've heard models say they like doing it for a company because they just take a shower and the company cleans the area and then they can go home but if they're self-filming they don't like that part of things because no. the company may have like a whole cleaning team and crew who kind of like organize things yeah and it's a waste of food as well because if you need to if you want to have like a baked beans bath imagine how, how many cans you need yeah. or, and then how do you clean it from the bath I, when people do like bath fillings with custard and stuff i wonder how they get it out of the bath like what do you do do you get a bucket do you throw it out like yeah you can't I just, just my brain doesn't understand yeah <laughs> like obviously you're just pouring it on yourself and then have the shower but if when you have to do like a bath filling or like a you need like a shovel or something you need like a shovel <laughs> to spoon it out and then like I'm I'm generally I'm I'm baffled to like the cleaning of the operation yeah, but um, it's quite <laughs> perplexing to think about how to you know how to get rid of it yeah 
Yeah. It could be fun. With something little as yogurt, I think it could be right. Yeah, like it's just like one or, two, one or two tubs of yogurt. They're not like a hundred tubs of yogurt. <laughs> yeah, like a, five litres. getting a bit like <laughs> extreme. <laughs> oh, that was a fun one. Yeah. Uh, pet play. Okay, that's the last one, guys. But and we have another one to do as well. We also it? have Swarm... The creatures fetish one. Oh. You can talk about pet play all that one first, whichever one you prefer. Okay guys, sorry, we have two more. But if you want to do the pet play one uh, first. So we have formicophilia, which is creatures fetish or zoophilia, which I think is illegal zoophilia itself because I think the, the definition is um, basically a sexual interaction with animals. But but that's a fetish as well. We that's a different kind it. of fetish that's just really messed up. But I think yeah. I think it's one of the names like because it's like umbrella terms of fetishes. Yes. This is creatures. But if you think about the creatures, it could be bad for them as well. Yes, because they can't really consent to it, can they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's about when people get aroused or enjoy um, being like nibbled on by different insects or like being crawled by different insects. So I don't know, some people enjoy being around mosquitoes and maybe being bitten by them or like having ants or like small creatures being like crawling on their bodies. Maybe they just like a bit of like a ticklish sense or maybe just being out of control in a way I'm not quite sure but um, we think that this is this is the point of of this um, also it involves the applications of insects on the uh, genitals and other parts of the body this is just absolutely shocking so, <laughs> crazy. so maybe some people like to put them up their anus and vaginas <laughs> You know, different insects, which is a bit... That would terrify me. I think this is like... No, like a bee. Like, I would be scared. <laughs> Imagine if it just bit you down there. Oh my God. Ouch. <laughs> so desired effects could be tingling, stinging, or with slugs, the slimy sensation, which is... Um, we don't judge, but, you know, our faces say it all. I yeah, think. I, I think <laughs> it's quite someone's shocked. very brave if they could actually do this. Because there's some challenges on game shows where like they get to the spider round and the person like quits and leaves the room's like, I've done everything else weird, but I'm not doing that. Well, like, <laughs> that would be to... me. That would be when I walk out of the game show because I'm terrified of spiders and bugs and creepy crawlies and ah, they freak me out. Uh, I wouldn't mind, but I wouldn't put them that up my vagina. <laughs> so um yeah, um and also as well as people who enjoy it, some also may enjoy the psychological distress it causes to themselves or others, like so yeah so again it could be um one of these kind of terrifying but also exciting experiences so we spoke about like the clowns fetish yeah. which is like just on the border of excitement and being terrified and like we said like we said before it's very easy to to you know for these two feelings to kind of come together um so so yes it's very it's very easy from being excited to be terrified and be terrified to get like horny about the yeah thing. uh it's same like with pain and pleasure like these are two completely different um things on the spectrum but at the same time they can complement each other so i guess that could be the thing with these insects like you're terrified but at the same time it might excite you because these feelings could be very close to each other 
Yeah. Yes, that's that's how we're trying to comprehend this fetish. And uh, like we said, we haven't tried the insects. I haven't. Tr- I don't think I would try it. It's not really my cup of tea. But like you know, hats off to anyone who can do it and and you know isn't afraid. Well, maybe who's afraid and enjoys it. Like, is that actually kind of a brave thing to be, to yeah. go through? You know, put it on the bucket list. See if it might turn you. You yeah, guys, let us know how we yeah, go. Give, for you. give it, give it a try. Like next Tuesday afternoon, <laughs> you know, like when you're feeling wild, like order some bugs or something and do some other crazy <laughs> night in bottles of wine as well. <laughs> Gosh. Anyway, so the next one is pet play, and it's also known as animal role play. So this is when a person pretends to be an animal. Monica's <laughs> laughing already. So animal role play has strong links with BDS. Them, and it's where someone may take part um, in a dominant and submissive relationship when they're being treated as an animal. And we further went into looking to why this happens. So apparently it's like humiliation and control. Like people may like to be on a lead, feeling like their, you know, dominatrix oh, yes. is controlling them. They're kind of at the feet of the dom, you know, they being pulled around, you know, maybe drinking milk or water from a bowl, stuff like that. Is also when someone's an animal, this kind of like strips away the social constraints that we have in a society um, as being adults. So like, you know, as an adult, you know, you go to work every day, you have rules and restrictions. But this is a time where you can be free. You may be naked in a collar, like roaming around. Um, You kind of get a free pass to, you know, eat dog food or drink from a bowl or do things that you weren't really like allowed to do as a kid because you... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, Monica knows a bit, a bit about yeah. this. Yeah, I've done a bit of a animal play with a few of my subs, and the, the, I think the wildest one that we did was with one of my friends who's a little bit submissive. Well, really submissive, but he's a good friend of mine. And once I came up with this brilliant idea when he came to visit me here, I said to him. How about I put like a collar and a lead on you and we walk around Leeds city centre on Saturday night. That would be fun. And he was like, no fucking way. Let's just try. And he said, okay, let's just try to maybe do the dog thing in the park or secluded area. And then we slowly move into like more crowded places. So we had a few drinks in here and then he just said, okay, fuck it. Let's do it. And we just did. I was dressed normally, he was dressed normally as well. I was just wearing a nice, you know, dress and nice red high heels. So kind of looking quite powerful. And we went on a walk on Saturday night when it was absolutely crowded in Lee City Centre. You can imagine it was lots of people everywhere. It was around 11, 12 uh, p.m., 12 a.m., night time. Yeah. 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 So midnight time. Everyone was out and, you know, just holding a lead, nice chain lead. He was walking behind me and I was like, move away behind me. And people were cheering, people were waving to us, people were looking, people were having so many different reactions. We even got, we didn't get stopped by the police officers, but the police officers were stood by, I don't know, it was a club or by the car, I don't remember now. And they kind of, um, we were passing them by and they said to, they said to us, Oh, that's a lovely time for a walk, isn't it? And I was like, yes, yes. Oh we had a few people, um, security guys who were like stood in front of the uh, the bar or clubs. And one of them kind of um, said to me, oh, I wish I was on that leash. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I know you would. And I kind of showed him my, um, my boots and I kind of pointed at them just so he knows that he needs to first kiss them. Like, you know, I was like, 
And yes, it was one of the most fun experiences <laughs> I've done because it was in public. Um, we were so excited and I did ask my sub because of course for me it was a power dynamic that was really exciting and me being in control. And I asked him like, what did you enjoy about it? And he said, I actually enjoyed the attention I was getting. And that oh, was quite interesting. That was quite surprising for me because I didn't think he would enjoy it. I thought he would be terrified, but he said he loved the attention he was getting. That's odd because he didn't though, want to do it. And yeah. then he changed his mind. He's not an attention seeker, but he said, yeah, I love the attention. And I was like, wow, yeah. we should do it again. <laughs> so yeah, that's my um, experience. And obviously, like lots of things uh, I did in the past indoors. But I think that was the most hilarious thing. Oh, that's crazy. I would do it again. center as well. Like, did you so... see anyone you know? Mm, no, or maybe they knew me. But I wasn't really looking. I was just focusing on my role. I don't just know how do you could do it with a straight face. Because I'd probably be like giggling I was and laughing. Very, my look was very stern. Uh, my face was, was like literally just this and i was like <laughs> behind me move away stop sit pull pull jump what do you say bark you know? <laughs> and he was barking at people actually oh my God. and sometimes i remember i said to him um he barked at somebody yeah we, we were stood i think in the queue and he barked at somebody and i turned around to that person and i was like i'm really sorry he's just a puppy okay <laughs> when they see that they were like perplexed they were like <laughs> People have been talking about you for like weeks and years later. Like, do you remember that girl in Leeds with that guy on the leash? Like, <laughs> like talking about it. And he was on the leash as well. We went to a bar, I think, and he was on the leash there. And I went to the bathroom and I asked two guys who were sat next to us, do you mind just holding a leash for, for my dog? Because he's a bit, he's still a puppy. Would you mind just looking <laughs> up to him while I'm going to the toilet? And they were like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and they actually did. So that was ridiculous. Wait, wait, so she actually smiling, laughing. Today. Like, it's, so funny. it's a true story. It's, it's on my really Instagram uh, stories. Um, yeah, yeah, the, the proof. Yeah, the proof. Yeah. But guys, we're coming to an end now. We really hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed, you know, recording and filming this video podcast. It was so much fun to do the research and to talk about. Yes, yeah. and hopefully you found it hilarious and informative in a way as well because we got a little bit surprised with a few different fetishes and how they work on people so hopefully that was a little bit useful to you and a bit fun yeah so we're gonna let you guys know our socials so my instagram is at aurora phoenix model and my twitter is at aurora phoenix 4 and to get yourself a little treat a 10 percent discount off all memberships on andre lowdown you can use my promo code Aurora10, and that is Aurora in capitals. So yeah. As for me, if you want to use my promo code, is it's Monica10. And if you want to find me on social media, just type Monica Lara Smith and different sites and social media platforms should pop up. So yeah, feel free to give me a follow or send me a message or watch these crazy videos with my uh, boy on a leash. That's so much fun. It's on my it's my uh, it's on my highlights. So you can click on it and you can just see our walk and the police car in the background. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank and you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Enjoy your day. See you next time. Bye bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Lingerie Lowdown podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the ride and are feeling inspired to embrace your unique style. Remember, we release new podcast episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Don't miss out on the twice-weekly excitement that awaits you. 
So until next time, keep expressing your confidence and celebrating your beauty. This has been the Lingerie Lowdown Podcast, your ultimate source for style, passion and empowerment from the world of intimates and more. You can find us on YouTube, Rumble, Instagram and Twitter or come join our website. Stay fabulous and we'll catch you soon.